Hello. Hi, Nate. How are you? Good, man. How's it going? Good, good. We are uh, now. We're ready to go. We have done our our pre show chit chat, and we have our wine. Okay. Yes, we have our cheap nice. wine. I and I, I brought some uh, French wine, maybe that we'll dip into just for in honor of uh, the record. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you want to? You ready to dive into this? We'll just dive into it. We just you know start and we do it. Uh, Barry's taping everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds good. Right, yeah. Cool. All right. So let's, sounds good. Let's do this. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. And that is Rob Elba. And we welcome you all to our show again. Uh, we just keep doing this over and over and over again. It's like there's a schedule. <laughs> Almost like, like right. it's regularly scheduled. <laughs> but we love it. Like, we, as we've been saying, it's something we look forward to every week. And uh, we have guests on. And, uh, and we get... Uh, new uh, fans of the show and patrons of the show. What did I say? What did I just mention, Barry? Patrons. <laughs> and now, what's that, Rob? <laughs> well, people can go to a website called patreon.com uh, forward slash trgmh and they can become a patron of our show and it's like for as little as a dollar a month you could support it and not feel like such a freeloader for listening to it every week right. and not actually And just in case you're having a problem it's p a t r e o n dot c o m patreon.com uh, and yeah, become a patron of the show so you won't be the freeloader I just mentioned. Uh, speaking of freeloaders, we have a guest. <laughs> no judgment. Speaking of, no judgment. A I friend, mean, uh, we all have shows we listen to that we. That's uh, true. That's true. Um, uh, we have a friend uh, who we met. I guess, Nate, we originally met you at Laser Wolf, I think, when we would do our weekly uh, Laser Wolves. Is that correct? Yeah, I saw you guys. Um, you were doing uh, Laser Wolf. You're doing the Who, so you were doing a Who album, and then I saw they might be giants. Yeah, yeah, you were and, kind of. Um, uh, yeah, I also were... went to your reunion show as well, like when you guys uh, did the Holy Terrors kind of thing. So All that right. was also awesome. Oh, so, really? I don't even. Yeah. I don't even know what. What was that? <laughs> Well, there well, was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a reunion wasn't. show. I guess Pete, like they had other bands who were doing your songs. Oh, um, oh, that and, thing. Yeah, at, um, at, uh, at Sweat Records. At sweat sweat oh, Records. Okay, yeah. you went to that. That's yeah, right. not a not a reunion show. I, I totally <laughs> other forgot people about, playing yeah. your songs. Well, oh, okay. I, I, but it, that was really fun. That was know? fun, was wasn't it? I know that was a really yeah. fun. Yeah, I love. Humbert like killed it. Oh, they're so. Humbert <laughs> was they, so good. They, they, they always kill it. <laughs> they do. That's the thing. Yeah, they They only have ten songs that they play, but they do a really, really good job of playing those songs. They do. So and 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 they gave me a at the um I guess it was at the Who one or maybe. Maybe it was it that they might be giants one. Gave me a very cool uh, a fanzine that you made. Um, albums, yeah. albums to dig or albums I dig. Sorry, my eyesight yeah. is that of a fifty-six-year-old uh, man with uh, <laughs> limited mental capacity. Um, so I still have that. It. It's been on my desk, and I uh, um, enjoy looking at it because um, it's pretty cool. I'm not going to read the Thanks, list of man. records that you dig, but we'll, we'll talk about one of them tonight. <laughs> Which, oh, is one of them uh, on his, I don't his think thing that, I don't think that this record is in here. I think that he was going Maybe. for more stuff that I might not be. Uh, yeah, that's really, eclect- that's an eclectic yeah. But all right, but what's the band, what is the record you brought tonight to talk about, Nate? All right, so the record we're going to take a listen to tonight is Emperor Tomato Ketchup by the uh, Stereolab group with like 500 O's, because that's the way they do it. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, they do it group. Well, not 500, but they do like two O's. They do it group. And I'm not sure why they do that, but they, they do it. 
Wow. Ah. Well, Rob is just going to add that to the list of um, things in the column called... Annoy me about this band? Pretentious, yes. (laughs) I know. And and, and Barry, right off the bat, we're going to tell you, Barry is a fan. I'm a huge Stereo Lab fan, yes. And me... Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I... For probably for the past, I don't know, twenty years, or I confuse Stereolab, Stereophonics, Semisonic, Spiritualized, and LCD sound system. <laughs> At various times, I think one band is another band. Wow, yeah, it's all very different. <laughs> okay, groups. I know, but they for some reason, different. but the S names just—I never dug into deep into any of these gotcha. bands. But uh, I did for this episode. I did dig deep and I don't know. It just I, didn't have time to gr- enough time to grow on him. We'll, I gave we'll, it. No, I tried. Okay. All I right. Tried. But I think yeah. I know. I think I know. We'll, we'll get into it, but I think I know what the we, problem is. We have, we, have, we have gotten to the root of the problem and it is um, xenophobia, I would say. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the fr- well, I'm going oh to be honest. The, the, the French, the songs in French and the French accent does not help. It doesn't help their case with me. Yeah. For sure. But I, I don't mm. know why I have that bias. But um, Well, the Stereo Lab was the last big show that Susan and I went and saw before you know the pandemic hit. So we went last, we flew to Atlanta last summer, September. Um, maybe to, and we went and saw Stereo Lab perform at uh, a theater in Atlanta, and it was it was fantastic. Um, so um, I'm I'm solidly in the plus column. This is not my favorite Stereo Lab record. I love this record. It's it's mm. not my favorite one, but this is the first one that I owned back in whatever ninety three. When did this come out? Ninety four? No, ninety six. Ninety six. Okay, yeah. okay. I must have bought this <laughs> bought this in um, in Athens when we were living in Athens, Georgia. So, um, all right. Yeah. So neat. So this is so ninety. They started in ninety, so they're definitely a nineties band, but not like any other nineties mm-hmm. band you would think of. When you're younger than us, I know. But when did uh, were you a fan of them right away, or when did you first discover them? You know, honestly, not until a lot later. Um, and I was trying to think about that, too. I was like, when did I hear, hear Stereo Up first? And I know I heard them in 99 because my girlfriend was obsessed with not this album, but uh, Mars Audio Attic. Right. I think that's the name. Mars, I call o- it Mars-, Mars Audiac. <laughs> Right. I, I always call it, it Mars yeah. Aquatic. I can never pronounce it. I always call it Mars Aquatic. So when you heard, was the first thing you heard this record or did you hear something else? What did you hear? Um, I think it was the Mars album. I think I must have heard it something from them before, but I can't, I can't recall, honestly. Cause right. I think like, you know, during these times, like in the nineties, it's like bands would come out, but you wouldn't really hear about it until a lot later maybe it would take you two or three years to finally say oh yeah i finally got that band because that's you true could, like access it you that's, know what i mean it's uh, like that's true that would happen <laughs> and also as we've discussed before they we had this like gr- monster called grunge in right. the 90s that sort right. of overtook everything else for yeah, a while so it was right. harder yeah. to like wade through that and find yeah. all these other i bands. didn't really i didn't hear them until uh emperor tomato ketchup and um yeah that would have you know that was when I was, I was like I looked and I was like oh that was their fourth record fourth album what the hell was I doing and um, yeah. I realized that well some of it was grunge and some of it was just I was doing other stuff um, but 
So what did this mean? So did did this music like sort of grab you right away? This was in your wheelhouse of stuff. Oh you yeah, liked? I mean, when I first heard it, I was like, "This is great!" Because one, it's like, okay, you're getting all that Velvet Underground vampy piano, which yeah, I, right. I, sure. I loved, yeah. you know. And I like that kind of yeah yeah girl vibe that they had with like you know the dual vocals of yeah. Mary, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, I I love that right away. And, you know, it's like I'm hanging out with this, like, beautiful girl from Barcelona at her house. Yeah, so it's right. like, how can you not like, it's like you just love the situation. And you just yeah. like, I you love know, this album. This Barry, is great. Maybe if you had <laughs> sent a beautiful girl from Barcelona to my house when I listened to it this week, maybe I would have enjoyed <laughs> is, it more. Now that I'm thinking about it. So you, uh, so, yeah, so I, I enjoy actually what you're talking about, that that sort of throbbing keyboard stuff and the uh, crowd mm-hmm. rock. They definitely, there's some uh, crowd rock influences. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the con and the new, and you could definitely hear that in it, yeah. you know? And, and, and that I stuff always like that. Yeah. cool. I appreciate that. Musically, I appreciate them more. I think the thing that, that killed me for them is sort of the light uh, singing girl singing voices. And I, I don't know, it's very specific. I had very specific memories for me. It brought back... Barry, do you remember, like, when you were a kid, like, I don't know if you had a TV in your room, but when I was a little kid, my, I had a TV in my room. Did not have and a TV. And at room. night, I'd stay up late, and I'd watch, they showed, like, a foreign, these foreign movies at oh, night. Oh, yeah, sure, And yeah. you'd watch them because the foreign movies were more risque than American uh, movies. A little so bit, you'd yeah, see right. these movies, and there'd be, like, young girls running around. Of and like, course, of course. So, and it reminds me of, like, a foreign, <laughs> like, a French movie from the 60s, and this is, like, the music they'd play in the that's background. That's exactly right. Yes, that's what it That sounds so that, great. You know, and you, so, right, and so, so that's a, but <laughs> that's a, be a that's good a memory. Memory. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I, I, I need maybe therapy. I need you years the, of therapy to well, dig down why it bothers that, me. You know, there's stuff that gives you a weird fever dream feeling, and maybe it's that, like, weird... Maybe. But that's, yeah, That I felt like that's the thing that I sort of said, oh, that's what it reminds me of, and then for some reason I couldn't, enjoy, I couldn't, couldn't really enjoy it because I would sort of be mm-hmm. getting into the music, and then they'd start singing... And then, and plus, no one told me some of these songs would actually be in French too. No one. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, like half of them. I want to say, you and, know, like well, they kind of go the in thing and out. Is they a lot of the songs have political content that is. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so they're not French happy movie love songs. These are um, uh, songs that have a distinct, sometimes Marxist bent, or yes, um, which is problematic too, a little bit for me at least. <laughs> But I don't know. <laughs> well, um, yeah, they definitely do have a like a political overtone, and I always thought it was kind of fun because like she's singing it in such a nice kind of way. But then when you when you see the lyrics, you're like, whoa, this is kind of dark. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, I could see that. that yeah, that, that that's and they cool. also they use a lot of odd time signatures as well, which is a crowd walk crowd rock thing. But also there's a um, the pulsing beat. Where they are, they will they will play a groove and just you know dig into it. Yes, and um, mm-hmm. it's uh, you either like it's either for you or it's not. And well, I, honestly, I actually checked out some live videos, and it seems like it would be more for me. I would enjoy them more probably seeing them live than I oh, did live. On the there's, yeah, a, there, there's an edge live to them. Is a live is big difference. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I sort of got that vibe. I saw there's the, things, um, the uh, studio product is one thing, and then live, it's it's tight, but it is also much more. There's a lot more edge. Well, some of it, it almost reminds me, mm-hmm. the, the experimentalism and the eclecticness of it reminded me of, 
Yola Tango, like, sure. like a, sure. a a friendship. Yeah, Yola Tango in a fair, way. Totally fair. Yeah, um, and, and they uh, they toured with Yola Tango. Um, oh, okay. Not okay. that far from this album. I want to say it was like ninety four, ninety five. They toured with Yola Tango, and the the record label they own put out stuff from Yola Tango as well. So they they really knowledgeable about all kinds of bands. Right. Um, because of that, so so the two name people, uh, two main people are Tim Game and uh, Leti- the aforementioned Letitia Sadier, who were a couple for a long times, right? For the purposes of the show, we're going to say Letitia because that way Sadier. I'm going to say Sadier. That's what it looks like, <laughs> and that's fine. So, um. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's get into the record. Uh, let's start listening mm-hmm. to this thing. Uh, the first song, definitely right away, you get that syncopated motorique type thing, which for uh, real, yeah, we were sure. discussing. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to a little bit of metronomic underground. We had a record last week where all the songs had long intros, and um, that's the curse of uh, a podcast like this, is if you're going to start at the beginning of the song, you have to sit and wait until somebody starts singing. Sure. (laughs) So, uh, all right. So this one, like you said, uh, political right off the bat, right? Because this is kind of like a criticism of war in a way, do you think? Maybe. I'm not sure about this one. What do you think uh, they're on about here? 
Well, okay, two things that I'm going to say that um, she talks about a lot. And one of them, of course, is you were mentioning the political thing. Um, she is a socialist, so she kind of has a lot of social leanings. Yeah. And she's a big follower of this um, French kind of theorist writer named Cornelius Castoratus, who's Greek. Okay. And this guy, um, he writes a lot of leftist kind of stuff. And... Um, He's a pretty interesting guy, and she has a lot of things from him, um, but also she's kind of a Taoist as well, and kind of buried within this song, there's some lyrics that you can hear Mary singing in the background, Yeah, and she says... Who knows does not speak. Who speaks does not know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. and that's like a famous lousy quote. And yeah. I'm like, that is in there. It's it so cool. I was like, that's awesome. The Tao <laughs> that can be spoken is not the true Tao. Uh, yeah. So um, keep the mouth closed, rounding the sharpness, untie the tangles. This one I don't think is political. I think that... Um, to me, it's like a haiku. A haiku. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's like a haiku about Taoism itself. Yeah, okay. Um, something like that, I want to say. You know, like, kind well, of... Says, um, crazy, sturdy, yeah. a torpedo to be infinite. Right. Crazy, sturdy, a torpedo to be vacuous. Crazy, right. b- brutal, a torpedo, untie the tangles. Crazy, sturdy, a torpedo to be vacuous. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. see, that's why I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought she was talking more maybe about well, actual aggression, war. the uh, aggression, or just the, the well. Uh, they do in some of their lyrics. Do they do talk about how the you know the Western world is manipulated by the military-industrial complex? Right. Definitely, yeah. But she not- talks about that a lot, and I think she does it because she's also she is a Taoist. Like she does believe in this kind of return to nature. And, you know, going back to a time in the past where we just flowed with nature and she looks at these things like Marxism and capitalism as being something that's holding you back from, you know, being one with nature or, or something like that. Okay. <laughs> Lost innocence. Yeah. Um, so now. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. At least I will say at least that's in English. But this next one we got is not. <laughs> and, if only there were some way to know what she was saying. No, it's I, just well, going to mystery. Yeah. No, I, I, I know. Well, we and the, but this and is, the sound of it is really cool, too, because, I mean, I'm sure you guys pick it up, but it's got that little like Gil Scott Heron vibe to it. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, with the, yeah, there's. It's got that, and it's also got Yoko Ono's Mind Train. Uh-huh. Like you can also hear that in it too, you know kind of in the read, background. I saw someone said oh, that about so that, good. which I definitely wouldn't have picked <laughs> up at all. But I did there's see a that. track in the bonus tracks um, for this album, which has a Curtis Mayfield bass on it. Um, the, oh, it's cool. got the bass from um, If There's a Hell Below, we, We're All Gonna Go. It's got that bass on it. So, yeah, they listen to, they have a, uh, um, even though their sound is, their sound is distinctly European. So. Yeah, well, this one especially, this is what I was think, first thought of those erotic 60s foreign movies sure. I would watch for I sure. I think that was some of their um, s- source material. Sib- okay, so let's listen to a little bit yeah. of uh, Sib- how, how are we pronouncing this? Sibyl. Sibyl's Reverie.
that's nice. That's actually pretty. You know what? I realized maybe I should have been drinking wine when I was listening to this. It makes a difference. I'm enjoying it more. Yeah. It doesn't. Sometimes you. You know, Barry. We say sometimes when we're sitting doing the show, let's do it in the headphones. That's, that's when, when you we go. Start, oh, oh, okay. Maybe I. Maybe I. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, in in English, um, it's she's saying sensual materials and without consequences. Childhood is more sympathetic. Childhood brings the magic. What to do when you've done everything, read everything, drunk everything, eaten everything, given everything in bulk and in detail. When we shouted from the rooftops, cried and laughed in the towns and in the countryside. So definitely melancholy and looking... Lots of... What was lo- lost yeah. in childhood? Yeah, childhood. Right. Childhood yeah. is more Definitely. authentic. Now, how old, Nate? When you're listening to this, you said it was the late, uh, the end of the '90s. Uh, like, uh, mm-hmm. so how how old are you? How, how old a young man are you then at that point when you're? <laughs> so I am 43 now. So yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> no, I meant then though. Uh, do the math for me, Nate. Come oh, on, I'm drinking wine I was, here. Um, I was 21. <laughs> oh, 21 okay. when 21. I was living in Spain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh really? Oh, so it was like okay. ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is perfect for you for like some hipster kid and living with a grown. This is perfect sure. for you, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> why'd you come back? To, why'd I, you come back to South Florida, Nate? What, what oh, was the what, well, was, what drove you back to? Uh, to probably, I was only Barcelona on a, I was on a student. <laughs> actually, she did not throw me out. She ended oh, okay. up living here with me for like three years, oh, and we I'm actually sorry. went back to Barcelona. And then that's when things didn't work uh, out. So. Well, <laughs> that's life, Nate. I hate so, to tell you, we're older. That's life. I know. Nate. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to get so uh, presumptuous. <laughs> that wasn't nice of me. Um, yeah, but that's nice. So now we get kitschy. This next one is very kitschy. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say one no, thing ahead. about that one. Absolutely. Okay, so on that one, like the strings kick in, and that's a big part of this record as well, is those strings, and yeah. they provided by Sean O'Hagan. And he's most famous for a project called High Llamas, which oh, is yeah. amazing. Right, right, right. And um, people like kind of chalk him up because it's like they just say, oh, he just loves Brian Wilson and this and that. But his stuff is really good. And the way he arranges the strings are awesome. Well, yeah, because so, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have connected those strings with like Beach Boys or Brian Wilson at all. So, yeah, uh, do definitely. We know, are those real strings though, or are they synth? Because I know there's a lot of synthesizers on this and a lot of synthesizers. I, I was wondering the same thing myself because they're. Uh, do you all, know, Nate? That almost sounds like a sample. They're like right down the middle and in mono. You know, I. I'm not sure. I know that in his band, he definitely has string arrangements, right. and he does things with actual string instruments. So or it could be a Mellotron. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm reading, actually, the list yeah. of musicians, and no, they don't have any actual stringed instruments. They have a, a analog synthesizer, electronics, yeah. so it probably is some I form bet it's of a Mellotron. Um, um, but it's nice. It's really yeah. It sounds, yeah, it sounds and, great. And, it you, is. and you still have to arrange that shit anyway. Of course. So. You can't just, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that is that's a great part of it. And then uh, you have to be a trained Mellotronist. So we have more French in this one. Uh, uh, more very French. kitschy, very kitschy sounding. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of Percolator. Mais beaucoup moins 
In, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in yeah. five, mm-hmm. though. That's in yeah. five, uh, five, four, five, eight. Ah. Uh, so that's what gives it that. Um, uh, well, Mission Impossible theme is the most famous, probably five, four. Oh, okay. Yes, it definitely oh, has yeah, that yeah, vibe. For sure. Vibe. Yeah. So um, that I love the bubbling rhythm. bass on it. The bubbling yeah, bass yeah, the, is, the bass so is actually, good. I, I'm, I was just picking up. Let's do it now. It's and yeah, impressive it's awesome. because the bass player has to. A lot of these tunes, that groove relies upon, it might be a riff that's played by the bass that is sort of athletic to have to, remember Robert Fripp with the, the, um, the, his guitar playing on um, Discipline where there was stuff that was just repeated very quickly over yes the, yes and right, you go right. so that's a and, uh, that's that, work that was that we said was complicated and that marcus told us actually if you practice though it's yeah, not that marcus, hard marcus <laughs> marcus is living like, on another <laughs> dimension it's actually easy but yeah. also one thing on this album that's different was that tim gain is using loops on the album too yeah so i don't you know and but for me it's hard to distinguish like what's looped and what's yeah, you, you know, like I don't, I don't know what he's looping and not looping. Yeah, that's true. Like it's not, uh, yeah, it's they, not easily noticed. You know, they do. You're right. <laughs> they they do a good job with it because it all ends up coming becoming very analog sounding. And, that's right. Uh, and no matter what yeah. they do, which is good. That's a sign that they're no, doing a good I, job. No, I think with it. It, it sounds great. Like it, they said, they they use quite a bit of loops, like on the record, and especially with the guy they're producing with, like the guy from Tortoise. It's kind of like known for doing that too. So, yeah, but live you know, somebody but has I, to play I that bass part. So, <laughs> oh, live right, there, right. live they have a lot of attack. I think it's a lot. It's a lot different experience. Yeah. <laughs> so you have. I was going to ask you, Nate. You have seen them live? Uh, I've seen them live. I saw them in Barcelona. They played um, oh, Primavera Festival, and that was when they were on Sound Dust. So they played that, and I tried to make it to a show that they had in Orlando. Uh, but the car I had died, and that was uh, for Cobra Phase. That would, they played in Orlando. I think it was '99. Right. Um, so I tried to make it there, and and you know my mom lent me her car, but she was like, "Oh, it's a great car." Da da da. And then the car died, so we never made it mom. there. God damn it, mom! <laughs> just for the just just yeah. to fill in the blanks. What kind of car was it? Um, well, it was a stick shift, and I didn't really know how to. Oh, so you burned the clutch out. So let's might, just yeah, let's yeah. You, yeah. you, you smoked the clutch. Bad. <laughs> it wasn't my go. mom's fault, I guess. You well, know, for, I was like, uh, come on. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're gonna side with your mom on this one. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's, yeah, uh, I think so. So the <laughs> next, side with my mom. The next song we have is a very. Uh, it's a French-sounding title, but it is in English. Let's listen to Le. Ypres sound? What do you, well, uh, Nate, how, how would we pronounce this? 
I, I, I don't know, honestly. I, I know, know we're that, asking that means... like he's French. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't, I don't. I'm not sure. He brought the record, I know, that, so. I know what it means. <laughs> like, Le Yip sounds is kind of like the lounge music of French. So I know, ah. that, I know what, that's what it means. It means kind of like that, you know, those like Martin Denny, like yeah, sure. the albums that Rob hates. Like, that's yeah. what that sound is. All right. <laughs> well, let's listen to it because actually I have another theory of what it could mean, though. But let's listen to a little bit of it. First. Okay, let's cool. Listen to it. Say the name again. What'd you say, Nate? Uh, for for the, what? The, the title Le, of the, Le, the Le sound? I, I don't know. I, uh, okay. I don't really don't know how to pronounce it he, too he well. He doesn't so. know. He doesn't know. I'll, I'll make the I, I I'll know. make the I'll make the my um, Apple robot voice oh, say yeah, it correctly. Say it oh, correctly. cool. All okay. Les IP sound. 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 actually probably my favorite song on the record really? Really yeah like it's a song. good song yeah. and yeah, it's it, great <laughs> she also lays out both um the uh an explanation of dualism and an explanation of um politics in- well nationalism it's, it's, it's sort of an attack on nationalism of, right of course all right so listen to this mm-hmm. but it's also an att- it's also how we do everything like sports if you a flag or a number she's saying she's hitting up sports teams as well yeah you go on that team i go on this team divide everything right right everything right. has and to also, be a I also competition say uh i also think it's a sly kind of wink at the wire is what I also thought, like when I had it, because it has the, a lot of wire the, references, like from Three Girl Rumba. Uh, like, think of a number divided by two. Uh, something oh, is nothing. Nothing is nothing. And what are they saying? Are it? They so say fucking clever. You're right, and I'm glad you said that because <laughs> yeah. a listener called us out recently for not citing wire enough as an influence, and he was totally correct. Oh, really? yeah. Because some for some reason we forget yeah, how sure. how fucking in- influential they that, were. Uh, that's so true. Many other uh, that's true. That's yeah, good. I mean. Nate, that's they're like bedrock. They're bedrock. Yeah. Right. You know? But, but yeah. for some reason, we don't, we, we don't, they don't come to mind as, as, as quick to us. Let's need know. somebody well, to come on and do chairs missing in one, five, four. We got to sign up. Oh my God. That'd right. be so good. Okay. But what I was going to say, <laughs> as far as the title, late, 
Ypres sound. in French. Well, in French, Les it's Ypres, but it's also alternate spelling is Ypres. Les that was the site sound. of some of those the most intense battles between right. Germans ah, and the right. Allied forces. Right, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. That's yeah. why it sounds familiar, because there were terrible trench warfare battles. Exactly, exactly. And so I that think that's probably in there. there was, it's not an accident. Of they guns and that. cannons mm-hmm. and people dying. Yeah. Um, look at us, look at us. And we, this mm. is even half drunk, too. Lizzie um, right, I'm not so. half yet, I'm like a third. <laughs> but I, I like this, and I also like the, the synthesizers are very interesting because a lot of times, like especially in this song, they were taking the place of uh, guitars, where normally there'd be yeah. guitars doing stuff. You mm-hmm. have the synthesizers doing stuff, and it's pretty interesting. It's great. Um, all yeah. right, so let's, uh, let's take a little break. Uh, we're, maybe we'll pop open the uh, French wine and just really sure. go nuts. All right. And uh, we're here talking to our good friend, Nate which I don't know. Did you hear at the beginning? Was Nate on when you were telling him what we that we didn't know his name at first, and we called him uh, Boy's, Boy's Giant, giant Guy, Boy's Giant Kid, Boy's <laughs> Giant, yeah. And you're not a, you're not even a kid. And I had a, yeah, I, no. I had a text. I had a text. Well, everyone younger than me is a kid. Um, I had a text Chris from Laser Wolf. Uh, do you know his? Do you know that Boy's Giant Kid's name? <laughs> So, and, oh my God. Yeah. and he couldn't and I'm gonna totally call Chris out because he couldn't remember it at first either. Yeah. And then but he did finally. And we have forgotten guest okay. names while we're on the air. While we're on the air, but we were talking to our good dear friend. So Nate we Levine. refer to you as dude or hey bud. <laughs> right. You know we've totally forgotten what your name is. All right, he's talking about oh, Stereo man. Lab, Emperor Tomato Ketchup. We'll be, we'll be back right back in. in. Just hang on the line. I'm just gonna get out the bottle opener. Is this tomorrow? Is the sole commercial sponsor of that record? Got me high since 1993. Is this tomorrow? Has been providing a weekly comic, skewering the absurd goings on at the fictional Zorro television channel. Is this tomorrow? Is available at is this tomorrow.com. That is this tomorrow.com. That record got me high and is this tomorrow would like to strongly encourage our listeners in the United States to exercise a sacred task in our humanist society. Vote. V-O-T-E vote. We implore you. The stakes have literally never been higher. You. Know. That. We. Know. That. So please. Rob and Barry. And Woody and Kelly. Ask you from the bottom of our shoes to the top of our pointy hats. Please vote. Vote. V-O-T-E vote. They're all the same, yeah. I don't even know why I said that. All right, are you ready to get back into this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Here goes our Trader Joe's sponsorship. Oh, damn it. (laughs) All right, we're back. (laughs) This is That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. And that is Rob Elba. We are talking to our good friend, Nate Levine, who we know his name for sure now. (laughs) (laughs) Our good friend, Boy's Giant Kid. We're not going to forget it. And we're talking about uh, Stereolab, not Stereophonic or Semisonic or... (laughs) LCD Sound System. (laughs) Those other bands I used to confuse them with. Emperor Tomato Ketchup. Uh, We're on song number five. Uh, This is Spark Plug. 
So mm-hmm. another one. Clearly, there's some. There's. I, I, there is definitely, like you said, Nate, uh, as far as the songs sound, some of them sound very light and frothy, but there's definitely some intellectual stuff oh, going on in the lyrics. Big, big time. But let's listen to a little bit of Spark Plug. going on in, in uh, this one well at the at the time i should mention we haven't um talked about the fact that uh, uh tim and letitia were a couple for um oh yeah quite a few years and i think until 1999 or something like that and even though they continued to work together in the band they did uh end that um uh relationship and um also yeah, the- and they they met when um, he was playing in his past band, McCartney. McCarthy. And they were both in that band as well. Um, right, right, for, right. For just, just the last album, she joined in the last album, and she loved the lyrics of McCartney. McCarthy. Which, if you've listened to the lyrics for that band, they're also heavily political, too. So it, it all makes sense. And also that um, Mary, the second vocalist or the background vocalist... Um, Mary Hansen. Mary Hansen yeah. uh, mm-hmm. w- lost her life. Um, she was riding her bicycle around London. Oh, yeah, I read that. And That's she uh, got hit by a truck and was killed, I believe, instantly um, in 2002. Yeah, that, was, that was nuts. It was nuts. And what's even crazier about that situation was I was supposed to call her the next week because oh, I was no. working for a, a jazz magazine called Jazz Is. And she, one of her vocals is on a band called Sea and the Cake. And oh, that, one of yeah, her vocals okay. was going to be on there. So it's like, oh, she called call them up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm not calling them. Uh, <laughs> no, like, this no. is going to be nuts. You know yeah. what I mean? I was right. just like, are you kidding me? Like, wow. I, I couldn't believe it. It was like, this is insane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was. Um, I remember what happened. Then it was. Uh, it sucked. I I like this next one. I like the music in this one a lot too. I like the synth bass, and it's got this like throbbing percussion. Let's listen to a little bit. How do we? What is this? This is OLV twenty six. I believe that is correct.
So, Nate, just to be clear, you do, do not speak French, right? I do not. No. no. Do you speak? <laughs> uh, do you speak Spanish? I used to speak really good Spanish, like uh, you know, when I lived back in Spain. Right, but right. now my Spanish has kind of gone down a lot. Really? But you're in South uh, Florida. Yeah. You still yeah. speak Spanish. Spanish. I know, but <laughs> but my Spanish has gone down a lot. You know, like yeah. I I still understand so a lot. So what you're saying is now you now casually. you speak like now you speak like Cuban Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm gonna get some hate mail from that one. I don't think any Cubans <laughs> listen to the show. You think? Um, well, Fausto, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he doesn't listen. Oh, okay. Uh, Fernie uh, Humbert does. All right. Um, all right. So, oh, there you go. So, the, the second, the first <laughs> verse, she sings in French, and then the second verse, she switches to English. So, we got mm-hmm. uh, Unchallenged Myths. They lie heavy. Le Im- Imaginaire is our worst enemy. The Paradise. What an idea. A guardian mm-hmm. still on duty. So, what, what is she saying? Again, like you said, she's talking about this. Um, this concept of what? Of, of kind of going back, you know, of, of getting back to nature. You know, yeah, like like right, I was right. saying that she's a Taoist and this album, I think, has like her most kind of Taoist stuff of, of going back to nature, going back to being a child when everything was curious. Um, it, a lot of the things deal with that or they're political. It's either one right, or the right, other right, or right. a kind of a combination of the two. And that's kind of what, what she's into, you know? Right. So, yeah. Like a false liber- this is translated by Google. So, um, like a false liberation, a state of pure dependence. Heaven is behind me in my mother's womb. So there, that's her. That's her wheelhouse. That the return, in, in, uh, and then the uh, Marxist crap. So um, yeah, it Marxist is. It crap. is until you hit until you hit sound dust. Then then it gets the lyrics are definitely different. Like oh, she changes okay, okay. them up a lot. All right, and some of them are more personal than political. So they never so. Stereo Lab always remained kind of a niche band. Never never became super popular, right? But definitely have a niche audience. I would say, right? Well, it was. Um, I would say there was. Hey Sue, how many people you think were? How big was that theater we saw them in? Maybe two thousand seat theater. Okay, and it was full. Right. So, um, but that happens. That's bands. Sometimes it takes bands twenty years to get like when well, they yeah, have an I audience. I think those like same two thousand you know? people would have been there in nineteen ninety nine. Okay, um, I think they've had a fairly yeah. steady. Um, Nate would have been there if his mom's goddamn car wouldn't have broken. <laughs> he had to strip the <laughs> yes. ruin, ruin the clutch by <laughs> slipping the clutch, it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, so this next one definitely has a, a different vibe. Uh, I, I wanted to say one thing. I wanted to say about OLV twenty six was right. there's definitely um, some velvets in that one. In that it it could be mm-hmm. could be Sister Ray or it could be the gift. With the bass of the story okay, bass, okay, uh, and definitely, definitely like, with those one chord vamps yeah, that just, right. like you Nate know, was, let's let's do all this repetition, you know. Yeah, like yeah, Nate definitely. was saying at the beginning, they're definitely Velvet's fans, yeah, for sure, for yes, sure, for sure. Um, and why why wouldn't they be right? All right, so uh, this, uh, like I said, all this, good bands are. This one's got a different yes. vibe uh, with <laughs> with some heavier guitars uh, coupled with the synths. Let's let's do a little bit of the noise of carpet.
So the vocals build up in a in, in a round. So they it starts mm-hmm. off with one, and then there's two, and then it starts. It keeps circling, and it then it, then it becomes three. Um, so the song builds and builds, um, talking about. Um, I hate to see your broken face, a lazy life, a fatal waste, a fashionable cynicism, the poison they want you to drink. Oh, no, man, that's too easy. Oh, no, man, that is too easy. Um, so she's of, singing. It's sort of like anti-cynicism. She's yeah. sort of singing against yeah. being cynical, yeah. which, which me and so you could, it's, could it's definitely use that It's not only that. She's message. saying, like, get off your ass. She's saying, get off your ass and, like, Go and live in the world and experience things. Right, and right, like, right, right. Yeah. I, I love this song because she's just saying like, "Hey, slacker guy, yeah. like, get you're get, a loser, get going. Like, you're, you're a loser you type know? wreck wannabe. Not a pretty sight, really. In another world, it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah because right. I mean, Stereo Lab is like they're a go getter band. Like they're no doubt non slackers. You know, like yes. they put out okay. so much material they, they and they own their own and record they con- label and they continue to reissue. <laughs> And they continue to read. Like, I went, okay, yeah. so as an example, uh, I like to use the best possible source material when I mix the show. And so um, I wanted to go get a copy of uh, Emperor Tomato Ketchup that was as good as possible. Turns out they're on Bandcamp. And then so when I went and downloaded the songs on Bandcamp, uncompressed, not only are they uncompressed, see, they're higher than CD quality, they're like ultra high quality, like huge files. Mm. So they want to give you the best possible potential for yeah. listening to their music which i certainly appreciate yeah and and that's the thing too i mean they they own all their music There's, like all yeah, their music right. is yeah. is duphonic and like they license it out like this one was licensed ah, that's cool. uh, on I electra like that. that's records awesome. uh and not only that is that they put out tons of other indie bands that they liked on their label like they put out a bunch of like 10 inches like like things you would use for like going on tour basically right. like hey you want to put this single on tour in a 10 inch you could do that and oh. one of the cool ones they did was they actually did a an early doft punk single when they were a band called darling like in the early 90s and they put that out and that's supposed to be like super rare so if you have it like hold on, hold to, on to it <laughs> yeah good for them well good for them that's awesome see you're you're uh, selling the band to me nate you're actually selling them to me you, yeah you're i mean me i like, like any anybody who's really diy like i'm gonna respect you a lot you right. know yeah. if you're doing yeah, yeah. it your own way yeah. right. and printing out your own records it's like that's to me is like that's the ultimate uh, okay that's your thing that's why Nate likes us, Barry. As soon as we sell out to uh, Spotify and take the big paycheck, then he's not going to listen. Yeah, to us that's come. That's going to happen. <laughs> listen to the listen to the enthusiastic sound of my voice, waiting for that to happen. Hey, uh, <laughs> like you wouldn't take it though. All right. Uh, so Hi, the next Barry. <laughs> this is Mr. Spotify. <laughs> Mr. Spotify. We want to give you yes. a billion dollars for your podcast. That's You're going to have to do terrible it. commercial <laughs> right? records, right? Oh yeah, Do right. It. Yeah, they, they pick the records Do from it, now man. on. Yeah, right. that would be wrong. Oh no, me. you're gonna be doing like Smash Mouth. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not sure. Career retrospective. I think I'm gonna need more than a, a billion dollars like, to do we, Smash we, Mouth. We draw, we draw the line in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything but that. Yeah. That's it. The only caveat. That's in your the only contract. caveat. <laughs> All right, so we got the, this next one here. Definitely a political bent, uh, bent on this next one. Um, yes, but. All right, here's a here's a little thing I get against them. A lot of the which maybe uh, it may not be a knock, it may be by design, but a lot of the songs are very uh, slogany. 
Like they have slogans. I'm going to read to you from the sidebar of Genius.com <laughs> for this song. Okay. Stereolab mm. gets accused of sloganeering. Oh, I, I just did. I just accused them. <laughs> and to be fair, this song and Crest, if there's a, been a way to build it, there's been a way to destroy it, things are not out of control, are basically slogans okay. or lyrics. So I'm not the only one that's observed that. All right, I, let's, let's I do think, a little... Yeah, I think that's legit. Let's a little... But, but a, let's, lot of, a lot of times, but a lot of times with Stereolab, it's like, like you said, uh, it's like it is in French, so I don't even know what they're saying at first. Like, this is only because <laughs> right, I've right. owned this record for a while. You appreciate it more, so, at least I do, more sonically, yeah. and then I kind of sift into the lyrics yeah. later. That's fair. You know? no, so, they sucker you in with totally the music, and then they get you with the communist lyrics it's subversive <laughs> right it's what, yeah. it's what the church has been right. warning us it's about like, all it's along it's like steely dan like they sucker you into this sweet pop riff yeah, you right. get something nice and they're like no they're we're giving cocaine yeah, right. to 18 year olds you're yeah. like what the heck is this and they're That's singing like they're, they're named after a, a chrome dildo so you know oh, there right, you go right exactly <laughs> all right let's do a little bit of tomorrow it's already here Because that's kind of like the point to me. The point, the fact that it's just basically originally they're saying originally this setup, uh, this setup was to serve society. Now the mm-hmm. roles have been reversed. That wants society to serve the institutions. But the fact that they were just repeating it, the repetition sort of hammers in the idea of like of and corporations the, and the, institutions it, controlling the, us instead of serving us. They. Um, I mean, I, I love what they're saying. They're just saying that you know, like. Like the the principles of government is like you know government's supposed to serve us you yes, know like right. they're supposed exactly. to be us exactly. and instead what happens is How'd that, that things get reversed right yeah, yeah exactly. exactly things are reversed and now like you know it's it's the opposite way around and like this song couldn't be more true than in today's correct times. Uh, yes it's like That's you true. know like we all feel like we all feel like the government is not doing a good job but mm. none of us know how to like 
we Stop sure it, don't. You know, that's true. We all have ideas, but none of us want to go to jail. None of us is willing to end up in jail, so um, or be gunned down in the street. So um, yeah, for the moment we're. Um, just so, you, just so you guys know, me and Barry have moved into the French wine now. We're drinking the Malve, and it's not bad. It it's is pretty, pretty good. good. Right? Malve Garçon. Malve Garçon. Yeah. So, and it's um, very tasty. Uh, so now we get to the title track. So, Nate, tell me, do you know there is like a story about why this record is called Emperor Tomato Ketchup, right? It's kind of a takeoff sure. or something. Um, yeah, they actually, they, um, they saw, um, there's a film uh, that they saw in France. Uh, it's a Japanese art house film. And of it's course. by Terry Yama, and th- he did it in 1970, and um, it kind of does follow the same themes. Like we were talking about, um, in, in the film, children kind of take over the government that's owned by adults and kind of go back to a kind of more primitive state. Uh, and the film was really arty. I've, I've seen it. it. If you Google it on YouTube, I'm sure yeah. it'll come up. Yeah. Um, it, it's a weird film, but I understand why they chose it. Right. Because um, it, it makes sense for them and her politically. And also it's a very arty film and Stereolab is arty. Yes. yes. So <laughs> I think it goes with, it goes well with it. You know, it, it makes, it makes a lot of sense that they would choose it. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, cool. <laughs> so this is the title track. Let's just do a little bit of Emperor Tomato Ketchup. song would have made a really cool instrumental yeah well <laughs> what's happening is though is that and with like when i said with the round with the other song it does tie into the child the, the way we sing songs as children like row 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 your boat where mm. someone starts and then someone else comes in afterwards and it forms this addition and, it, and you have to pay attention to right, the right. part that you're singing but it is very childlike, yes. and I think that that ties into what Nate has been talking about: is the um, the uh, the feeling of wanting to of having that childhood feeling, wanting to go back to that sim- uh, the simplicity or at least want and to, innocence, or, or at least wanting to be able to have that feeling without having these um, just b- burdensome adult feelings all the time. Yeah, it is right. Yeah. Or burdensome uh, governmental feelings, you know. Well, like I think that's that all, yeah, it's they all use well. uh, right. Yeah, it yeah. all kind of ties together. Like right. they just don't want to be burdened. They just want to be free and be like people of nature or something. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's true. You're right. Um, 
Yeah, that's great though. It's got a great vo- uh, vibe though. It remind. It almost sounds like uh, like Flaming Lips doing a Kraut Rock type thing. It's the got Kraut that Rock vibe. thing is big yeah. time in there. It's so which, big, of but it's great and it's also awesome. it's really it good. harkens back again to the Velvets, which that just that you know pick up. Pick a note, pick a chord, pick a riff, and, and, and off we go. It, right, yeah, it, Duck yeah. and Sally inside, you know. Um, all right, so now we get a really a pretty song, which this one definitely has a Nico. Her singing has a Nico vibe for me, this next one. And and also, this is definitely more personal sounding and less political sounding. Uh, uh, let's listen to a little bit of Monster Sacre. Yeah. Very melancholy, very... Melancholy, uh, yes. Definitely neat. So this one's sort of about regret and forgiveness, right? Yeah, yeah. Regret, forgiveness. um, Yeah, it's a very downer. And is it it (laughs) like a a waltz, Barry? Is it like a waltz time Yeah, six, six, eight. Yeah, three, four. Yeah, Yeah, because it kind of seems like it's like very waltzy. And I don't think they have other songs like that on here. No. And she have that same time signature. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like she actually put her cigarette down to sing this one. Yeah. I I feel her leaning into it a little more, which is good. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely, right? All right. and But now then, now we're right back uh, to the sloganeering again for this next one. But uh, definitely because they're just sort of, uh, what's society built on? It's built on bluff. Let's listen to a little bit of Motorola Skeletron. What's society? Do you want what's 
built on bluff and it's built on trust. So the bluff part is um, they, you have to um, think that there's no other way. That's the bluff, is that you have to think there's, this is the only way things can be. Uh, and it's built on trust that um, they're telling you the truth. That's it. You got it. <laughs> you get an A plus, Barry. Okay, very uh-huh. good. And, um, and she gets a C minus for the vocal delivery on this one. Really? You don't, oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually digging this a lot more. Like I said, the wine, the French wine, and uh, listening to it in the headphones, I'm, I'm digging it more. I'm, I'm getting the vibe of it. I think maybe I just wasn't. It's, it's, it, it, yeah. It's, 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 it's it not does necessarily across, my thing. It does come across. The, it, it does come across as very arty. And very, you, yes, you have a pic, yes. you have a picture of them as people when you hear this music that might be different than if you see some live footage or you see right, right. Like they you were picture on, berets, a lot of people wearing berets. Yeah, like what was the um? <laughs> but there's it's actually there's quite a bit of skill that goes into playing this, which is um. No, the the music's great, and and actually this song, what is the what is that time signature? This is a different time signature too, right? Yeah. Two, three, four. It's just eight. That was a straight up, straight was eight. It? Are you four sure? On the, four on the floor. Uh, well, I don't yeah, know. Two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> yeah, I seven, mean, they're, eight, they're, yeah. they're all about weird time to signatures. Yeah, they do yeah. have a Stereo lot lab. of, yeah, like um, Dots I mean, and Loops, the next, the next record. Dots and Loops, the, the, the record after this, is actually my favorite Stereo Lab record. Um, yeah. It's, it's, um, I love that album, but I almost feel like it's it's kind of more of like a John McIntyre album. Like the guy from Tortoise, it's like they almost share in some parts is almost equal billing. Yeah, like between sure. them and Stereo Lab, and I love that Stereo Lab album. But when I heard we were doing Stereo Lab, I was like, no, yeah, I want to do the I, one yeah, that I represents I, I, them. I absolutely yeah. understand why you would do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I love I love that album. That album's a great album. <laughs> All right, so now we have more vaguely Marxist sloganeering here in this next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of Slow Fast Hazel. track and sean o'hagan is killing it yes <laughs> so um, good because the lyrics are they're somewhat somewhat political but they're also somewhat open-ended just talking about time and how things have a certain um they have a s- certain period of time that they happen in and then that's um 
it's not going to repeat. They're not, uh, won't go back to the days, couldn't even start a fire, won't go back to the days America had not been discovered. Uh, the transition has been operated forever. What had gone on before from what they'd been after. Um, so, it, yeah, it's, it's um, taking a very broad view of things. And sometimes I say to people something that is a little disturbing to them and that you don't often think about, but the, the fact that you're sitting here listening to this or that I'm sitting here jabbering to you is means that they, you are the product of a successful reproduction and survival back to the earliest um, life on Earth. <laughs> I, in, yeah, in, 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 that's in, what it's getting in, at. Don't You're tell absolutely that, right. It makes them uncomfortable. And, an, un, and an unbroken <laughs> chain back to the 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 primordial soup. That's what you are. So definitely, I, yeah. That's the fancy French wine talking. <laughs> That's right. But also, they also say what's gone on before from what they've been after. Yes. So I think I think what they're getting at is not only like these things have happened like in time, but also what were they originally seeking? Yes. You know, like the person starting fire was seeking some kind of like you know, a, a progress. Yes. And America was seeking what? Like they were seeking liberty. They yes. were seeking justice. They were seeking all these things. They were seeking to be innovative yes. and i think it's sort of a metaphor not just politically but f- for what the band was doing you know it's uh, kind of like hey we're not only seeking this for political things but we're seeking it musically because we've right you know i mean stereo lab for the most part kind of i don't want to say they changed the game but yeah they have so many different elements to their music that they added on this record yeah and that's what makes it kind of special you know it's like so it's maybe, a great record yeah, in that way they're more of a marxist band than maybe like gang of four or something like that because gang of four was more overt about it yeah yeah but sure. uh stereo well, was more sly when you say it. marxist that you get this cloud of stalinism immediately falls on top of of, of lenin and stalin right right and yeah. that's not necessarily what marxism is that's one yeah, expression. I, th- I would say they're more socialist. Like I think they, yeah. they actually don't they don't like Marxism. Like I, for I, them, I, that's not good. Like I, they're I, like they're against it. Yeah, I was wondering. I was going to ask you that, Nate, because I was thinking they're not really promoting it. Almost at times, they're almost uh, satirizing it in a way, or they're sort of using it yeah, uh, sure. in sort of a way to be, uh, you know. Look at this. Look what happened here. Exactly. See what happened here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not. Yeah, I agree. I, I yeah, think you're right, Nate. Um, I think you are right. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, and and I, sometimes I feel like she's sort of an anarchist in a lot of ways because she talks a lot about dismantling governments. Yeah, <laughs> like like I don't know how many songs on this on this record just talk about disassembling government. Probably right. like all of them. Right. Yeah. You know, but she wants to do it in a way where the people are taken care of. You know, and, and she she's so adamant about that of re- returning to form and of like getting back to nature and doing these kind of things. And it's like, you can't help but like that. It's like, yeah, you're right. The government is kind of wrong. But what can we do to, to get right, you know? Yeah, <laughs> right. So maybe uh, in a way, I think they're kind of like uh, tying everything up in a neat bow with the final song on the record. Agreed. Uh, I think they're doing that, right? And let's listen to the last song on this record, which is called Anonymous Collective.
also also a confession there that everything they've been presenting is qualified by the fact that we are products entirely of the environment around us a lot of which we're not even aware of right so, right well beyond our well beyond our yeah. acknowledgement so while we may espouse all these ideas we're not entirely certain that where all of the influences are that are affecting us at any given moment. Um, right. right. And, and that's the, and that's kind of like the, 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 the crux of the Marxist idea that historical forces are more important correct. than the individuals in determining sure. what happens right. to us. Right. And that's yeah. kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think you're, I think they are sort of toying with that idea and playing with it and they're not so rigid. They're probably not rigid on it. On I, I, I don't think shit. so. Yeah. No. I don't think so. I think, you know, like uh, like you were saying, Nate, it's more like uh, it's not a means to an end by any uh, thing. No, and, and I think you can tell that Serialab is not like, I mean, yeah, they have all these lyrics and et cetera, but it's like when you listen to them, like they seem like pretty happy and joyful a yes. lot of times, you right, know? Right, right, right. There's, right. A, so, there's, a, there's, a, <laughs> yeah. there's a sweetness in there and there's mm-hmm. a... Um, a and like a relaxed even amidst the chaos um there's a, a, a there's not a um angry vibe right, it's always right. oh it, yeah exactly what right, you would expect exactly. that's what i said it, it isn't like a gang of four uh they're right. coming out we're of not, that uh, right we're not yeah. you know it's not made by great men yeah so. yeah yeah I would say, like, though, this song, Anonymous Collective, it is definitely not my favorite song on the album. Like, I feel like they could have just stopped at... Um, slow, fast, hazel? Yeah. Slow, yeah, I think, <laughs> like, I think that would have... Because I think they kind of touch on the same themes. They do. Well, it's love... kind of like... Yeah. Uh, uh, Dakota. A denouement. It's yeah, kind of right. like a denouement. Yeah. 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 You know, and we... especially, I, I love how in Slow Fast Hazel, like, he drinks they just the French. He drinks the Mary. French wine. He has to use the French words. <laughs> denouement. <laughs> Now, let me ask you this, Nate. Do you think the band uh, an, uh, Animal Collective got their name from Anonymous Co- Collective? Because I, I I read somewhere where someone uh, thought that Called that was out. possible. Yeah. yeah. It, it is possible. It's possible, I, I don't right? know. I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not super familiar with Animal Collective, but I think they I are. Am, I am. I do like Animal Collective. In fact, in the in the zine I gave you, the number one album is Ave Terre. Oh, that's right. A it member. is Animal Collective. It is a member. Yeah. The Animal Collective dude. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not super great. familiar. I'm not super familiar. Uh, well, let's read what yep. Nate has to say about um, Ave Terre, because I've had this for oh, uh, quite, quite a while now. Yeah. Um, Time keeps marching on. Cows on Hourglass Pond. Blissed out psychedelia from Animal Collective. Frontman brings it. The songs are sound collages that expand and contract and contain hooks that... See, you know, it's important to use... We have this thing called typesetting, so it's really cool to use handwritten (laughs) stuff. But old people need big, big yeah, Barry's clear having letters. Trouble. Barry's having issues with your zine. <laughs> can you make a special? I can figure it out. A senior version of your zine, um, like old senior version. version. So Def- I want to. This is a shout out to everyone who's <laughs> listening to this show and is a Stereo Lab fan and is thinking these guys are complete fucking boneheads. Because I guarantee you that there's a Stereo Lab fan who's 
who's deeply committed to understanding their philosophy oh, maybe. and Probably, everything that's yeah. going on. They won't dig it. And that I want to. They're going to like it. I okay, mean, come on. good. I think I, I think we touched I'm, go, I'm I mean, siding with Nate on this. Okay. I don't think. Well, we, yeah, it's I mean, not going to be like on um, a lot of themes. Yeah, we, we it's going to be like the King Crimson. No, it's going to be like King Crimson. No, it's not like King Crimson. But there's going to be at least one person that goes. Yeah, you guys don't have any idea what you're talking about, do you? Maybe. We'll oh, see. my God. Well, send we'll him, send we'll him the email you know. to me. We will. Uh, we'll forward <laughs> it to you. Yes. All right, so, Nate. Uh, Nate, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. You were a great sure, guest. Thank you, It guys. was great having you on. Do you have anything you want to pr- uh, promote? I mean, anything? Uh... Uh, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, that's cool. It's uh, Boys Giant, B-O-Y-S-G-I-A-N-T. And I do a bunch of art on there. Yes. And, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of cool. my stuff is very Taoist as well. It's all about nature and hiking and bands. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, Nate, <laughs> that's what I talk beard, about all the time. Has your beard since last time I've seen you? Has your beard like grown? Do you have like some kind of like massive beard now? Or I, I wish it? I did. That's kind of my goal. I think once I hit sixty, I want to look like Walt Whitman. <laughs> Oh, okay. that's what, that's what <laughs> I want to do. All right, you want to have that so, uh, David Letterman, yeah, uh, giant oh, yeah. white beard. Right. Oh yeah, cool. definitely. Yeah, sure. that, that is a cool. that's definitely what I'm going for. But it's I gotta trim gold. it up for school. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, that's true. Yeah, you don't want the kids' yeah. parents to go. What the right. fuck's you going know, on? I with always this say guy? There, there's a there's a fine line between um, you know indie rock and homeless. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's for a great sure. quote. All yeah. right. So, uh, Barry, next week, what do we got? We got throbbing. <laughs> we're doing throbbing, throbbing gristle. gristle. Speaking of political. Oh, 20 great. jazz funk greats. <laughs> with, with Richard our, Ver, our, uh, Verges. No, what, we, he told us how to say it. All right. Verges. So, Verges. No, no, yeah. no, it's not Verges. Verges. Verges, because he's, he's Cuban. So All right. We well, got, good for him. All right, Richard. Anyway, Richard's going to be our guest and next he was, week. Richard was on before. What did he? What did he talk about? He did ministry. Did he ministry was ministry. Yeah, ministry. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's Look one of my nice. buddies. He's oh, a good guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we, like we both do zines, so you, do, you know, you do, we both and do you're zines both of the and, same. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have a beard. He doesn't have a badass beard like you do. Well, he's got a he cool like Frank Zappa mustache going on. That Frank Zappa. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't seen Rich, I haven't seen Richard in a long me and, time. Me and Barry can't bullshit like that enough anymore. Mm-mm. All right, so uh, don't forget, if you want to become a patron of our show, go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH. You could follow us on Instagram at, at That Record Got Me High. You can go to Facebook, That Record Got Me High. Also, that Facebook the group, group got, got me high. high. And uh, Share it, please. Yeah, share us and keep listening and send us your emails. We really appreciate it And all. our email address is... Uh, hey assholes at that record got me high.com. Yes. So, um, yeah, thanks again, Nate. You were a great guest. It was great having you oh, on. Thank you, man. Once again, that is Barry Stock. And that is Rob Elba. We are that record got me high. We will see you guys next week. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>